Welcome to episode one of my podcast. Sadly, I don't have a name yet for my podcast. So right now, it just gets episode one, and I'm sorry. Anyways, thank you for actually listening to my podcast. Um, a little bit about the podcast. The, the whole idea of this podcast is really just to talk about different topics with different people. And it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be professionals on what they're talking about, but it's really just opinions on different topics and I want to be able to give a platform to people that want to express their opinion on something that they feel passionate about and that they think can help other people. Um, so as you listen to the podcast and if you decide to listen to more episodes, everything's going to be different. People are going to be different. Topics are going to be different. And you can take it or leave it. It's our opinions. It's my opinion. It's the person I bring in, their opinion. It's nothing. It's not a hard, fast truth. Okay. It's just an opinions podcast. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, a little bit about myself. Obviously, I'm Ryan Gunther, if you don't know me. I grew up with a Christian background, so that's going to affect my opinion on a lot of things. And if you have a different opinion or you grew up with a different background, that's fine. Honestly, that's a great conversation starter, and I enjoy talking to people with different opinions. So my opinion will be swayed by my Christian beliefs. And I have been chasing soccer for a while, so if I talk a lot about soccer or my passion for soccer in health and fitness, that'll come up a lot. I've been trying to play for a club slash college for a long time now. It hasn't been working out super great, but I'm still trying, and you'll hear more about that if, if you listen more. Um, so like I said, the reason I do this podcast is really just so people that want to talk about something doesn't really have to be a specific topic it can be or just a more broader topic they can share their opinion on something and I just want to give them the space to do that and engage in an interesting conversation with them I want I want you as the listener to walk away not necessarily educated but just more knowledgeable on certain topics just knowing more about it doesn't necessarily mean you have to agree with my view but just actually giving you guys like hey you should think about this topic and as you go throughout your day or go throughout your week, oh yeah, that's something I, you know, I heard about that on this podcast. Just giving you guys a more general knowledge of a variety of topics and seeing some of them you can apply to your lives, you don't have to, but hopefully they'll benefit you and you can help others around you with whatever we talk about. Um, I just want people to walk away, not a better person, but just more well-rounded, um, knowledgeably, if that's a word. Anyways, so today, my first guest for episode one is Jack Adams. He is my, my, one of my best friends at college, and the reason I want him to be on the first episode is because I've been talking to him about this for a long time now, and we've always had great conversations at lunch and stuff, and I just wanted to be like, okay, I feel like he deserves to be on the first episode because he's been telling me to start it for a while, so that's why I brought him in. Say hello. What's going on? All right, all right. What's going on? <laughs> um, so I guess really quick, where are you from? Yeah, yeah. Well, before I start with all of that, um, I want to thank you. You know, I do feel feel honored to be on here. You're welcome. And um, it's cool to see you move forward with this process. You know, it's I've taken been, a while. It has, <laughs> it has, but most people don't get to the first episode and you've got there. Yeah, yeah, this is the first goal, and then the next one's going to be episode five, because most oh, podcasts yeah. don't make it past episode five. Oh, really? Yeah, they don't make it past five. So there's like, I, I think there's two million podcasts out there. This, we just did this in class. Yeah. There's about two million podcasts, but the significant number of them, like literally almost two million of them, 
don't make it past episode five. Mm. So the goal is to make it past episode yeah. five. <laughs> well, there we go. So goal one has been reached. Yes. And it's cool, man. I mean, there's a lot of people who um, have strong opinions about things and have strong convictions about things that um, are knowledgeable, mm-hmm. right? And are worth hearing, right. you know? Even if you don't agree with them. Even if you don't agree with them. It's good to just hear other points, other perspectives, you know? Exactly, exactly. And this kind of setting allows for them to be comfortable with sharing those ideas. Right. My goal is to be open to all ideas. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, like, I, obviously I have a Christian worldview, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. But I don't want that to stop people from being, like, from telling me their perspective because I don't want them, I don't want them to feel like I'm just forcing my perspective on them, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like I want to hear everything, you know, and mm-hmm. just hear what different perspectives there are on things. You yeah. Know? And ultimately, this is how we grow as people. Right. You know? Right. So it's important. Um, but yeah, so I'm 21 years old. I am from Jacksonville, Florida, currently residing in Greenville, South Carolina. Amen. As a student at Bob Jones University. Yeah, that's where we go to school. That's yeah. why I forgot to mention that. But yeah. Yeah. And um, studying business. Um, no, you wanted to study psychology, right? Yeah, I did. I did. Um, our school doesn't have a very developed psychology program, um, and business is general enough, and something I am relatively interested in. No, yeah, it's, I think it's a good degree to get. Yeah, so I found it worthwhile, money wise. Yeah. So right. Okay, so before we get back to Jack, each episode, I just want to give you guys. Not a t- crazy crap ton of news that's going on, but something something cool that you should be aware of in the world. And my one thing for this week, and there could be more than one on different episodes, but for this week, Saudi Arabia began to build their city called The Line. And it's like this city. Huh. Did you see this? No. It's a city. It's I don't know how wide it is, but it's literally just a line. And it's like five levels high. And huh. there's no cars. It's just a train that, or a type of train that drives from one end to the other. Mm. But it's a straight line. It's supposed to like save the environment more. But it's cool. But they actually began building it. Like everybody saw their like plans for it. But uh-huh. now they're actually like there's videos of like trucks like paving out this huge line in the desert. It looks cool. Wow, man. I'll have to I'll have to find a video for it. But anyway, so if you don't have anything to talk about and you need a conversation starter, there you go. That's going on in the world. Saudi Arabia is building the line. I don't know if that's a good idea. It's like no cars. It's yeah. five levels or six levels of different living spaces, uh-huh. and like I think I think you have a school, a grocery store, and something else like the necessities all within five or ten minutes of your block. Hmm. But there's it's weird. It's all these sections. I'll have to I'll have to show you something. Yeah, it's we, weird looking. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look into that. It's and cool. You have though. to revisit this later. I'm interested. Yeah, to I'll, see have, where this I'll goes. have to keep updating with it. It's a weird concept, but it's kind of cool. It's kind of like utopian. Is that the word? Yeah. Dystopian? I, well, utopian would be for good, dystopian for bad. I feel like there's a lot of potential in both ways. It depends on who's really running this thing. Right. It's kind of like a novel or a book you would see, like a, like uh-huh. the Divergent series or yeah, something like that. It's like something out of that world, but it's actually happening, so it's kind of cool. Mm. Anyways, that's free. My one helpful tip of the week, which I don't know how many helpful tips I'll give you guys, but my one for this week is this. If you go to an event... Mm-hmm. And you're, you're earlier in the event, don't sit on the end of the row. This pisses me off. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was I was sitting in church, and this is where I thought of this. I was in church, and I saw this old guy come down. 
He was late. He was like 10 minutes late. And there was people sitting in the rows, but nobody was sitting in the middle of the rows. They were all mm. on the ends because they don't want to talk to anybody. They don't want to sit near anybody. So he had to like climb over like four dudes just to get mm-hmm. into the middle of the row. Mm-hmm. And so in my brain, I was like, just sit in the middle. It's not like, unless you have a reason to get out early and you need to be on the end, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But like if you're early to an event, play, concert, whatever, and there's rows, there's seating, sit in the middle of the row. So there's a lot easier for people to just fill in, you know? Yeah, I know. That's a good point. I'm Actually, not, I, haven't heard, I haven't heard anyone talk about it. I didn't before. think about it till I was sitting in church and I was like, dude, those that's pissing me off. This old guy has to climb over. It's a big distraction and stuff. Yeah, it's so Leave true. the ends open so people can just slip in when they're late. That's free. That's my free tip. Dude, and to add on to this, let's encourage conversation. I mean, I struggle with this as well because sometimes you yeah. go to an event and you're And like, it's like, I'm just going to sit on the end yeah. and I don't want to talk to anybody. I just, uh-huh. or I'll, like, I'll save my seat for my friend or my uh-huh. family, whatever. I'll just sit uh-huh. here and wait. Where it's like, dude, it's really not that hard to yeah. talk to somebody. Just be friendly. Right. Enjoy each other's company. And it's weird because, like, I'm a, I'm a waiter, so, mm. like, I should be able to just strike up a conversation. But, like, mm. it's it's still, like, it's just different. You go sit down somewhere, you don't know somebody, you don't really want to talk to them. But it's not that hard to just be like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. And if that's all it goes and they say good, then that's all you need, you know? Just... You got to embrace that tension. Acknowledge right. this person as a human Just being. Just, yeah, acknowledge they yeah. exist. And if they say, I'm doing good, and that's the end of the conversation, that's fine. But yeah. at least acknowledge them. Wave, say hi, smile. At yeah. least smile. At the yeah. bottom line, smile. Yeah. Anyways, that's my helpful tip. It's a good tip. <laughs> that's something that I thought about. Okay, so tip. today, episode one, the topic is mental health, which I know it's like a really general topic. Mm-hmm. So I guess this would just be more of like a general overview of mental health discussion. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, the topic's mental health. Okay. So we, me and Jack kind of talked about this stuff like on and off throughout the past year, year and a half, ever since mm. I've known him. Like just different aspects of how we as humans deal with things. Mm-hmm. We've always talked about that. And so that's part of the reason why I was like, okay, well, first I want Jack on the episode anyways, because he's been telling me to start the podcast. But also like, I think it's a good conversation. It's a good uh, topic that everybody can kind of relate to because we all have problems and we all mm-hmm. deal with things mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes sense? does. Okay, so obviously I'm just going to start with a couple questions. I googled top 10 questions on mental health and I wrote a couple of them down just to see, just to get us going, you know? Mm-hmm. So like what, at first, what is mental health? What, what, do you, what would you say health? mental health is as yeah. a definition? Interesting. Um, I mean, in the same way that um, our bodies have needs, right? That need to be met in order for them to like function. Physical needs. Physical needs, right. Right? right? That need to be met for them to function properly. Our minds have needs that need to be met for them to function properly, right? And you mentioned physicality. Well, the mental and the physical are Are they not correlated. the same? Or they, okay, they're correlated. They're correlated. Okay. They both affect one another, right? So a simple definition of mental health um would simply be caring for your cognitive state, right? Caring for your brain, maybe. Let's say that. So paying attention to what your brain needs? What it needs, what it does, how it works. Brain? Like physical brain? Or just your mental capacity, your atmosphere up here? Well, the non-physical thing. Here's the thing. Those two are connected. But they're not the same. But they're not the same. So They influence one another. So brain physically brain and this mental atmosphere that okay. you're talking about okay you want google's definition yeah i'm curious i'm actually really curious. or okay sorry this is 
This is um. Let me, let's see. This is wellnessinmind.org. Okay. okay. Has these questions and the answers. Okay. So their definition of mental health is. It is um, a composition of our beliefs, thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. Do you agree with that? But what does that have to do in regard to health? A composition it says of it's our... It's made up of our beliefs, thoughts, feelings... But I mean, okay, so our beliefs... Obviously, our beliefs affect our mental health, I think. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, being a Christian, obviously, mm-hmm. there's a whole realm of conversation there mm-hmm. of how beliefs affect it thoughts obviously i mean your thoughts affect how you view things mm-hmm. I, your feelings and then your behaviors behaviors i feel like is a iffy one mm-hmm. but definitely i think your thoughts and your beliefs definitely affect your mental health mm-hmm. yeah i mean all of those things definitely do i like your, your mental health. better i just don't think it's as narrow as that so what do we define it as what's our definition Let's throw everything that they mentioned in their definition into ours. Into ours. Just add on a spiritual component and then add on a more physical component, which would be your brain itself. So right? let's define mental health as I, th- I would say the spiritual and physical are obviously the two big factors to mental health because they're like yeah. the two realms, mm-hmm. physical and spiritual. You know? Yeah. Well, a lot of this is still really being defined, right? We know it in abstraction, but nailing down a definition is so difficult. And the reason why I responded with, well, what does this definition have to do with health is, okay, well, you mentioned it in your definition, care is important, right? Right. In order to be healthy, you have to care. It's almost like care. It's almost like you have to care for something that directly affects your mental health. It's almost like you can't, you can't actually directly affect your mental health. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like you can't just directly care about your mental health. You have to care about things that affect it in order to exactly give yourself a better mental health exactly so you can't really just say like oh i want a better mental health and then have mm-hmm. it happen mm-hmm. you have to mm-hmm. focus on things that direct that affect it you know so if we were to have a definition maybe um to care about your beliefs yeah. your thoughts your feelings your behaviors so it's, yeah it's really focusing on those areas yeah. in order to produce a good mental health yeah exactly okay exactly. that's a good definition and caring for the physical side of things is intertwined with this as well which i was which i would throw under behaviors Mm. Yes. I mean, I totally agree with you. I'm just saying like behavior. Well, behaviors are physical. Well, most, okay. I guess not like our behaviors are shaped by our thoughts, right? So, I mean, when I'm thinking of physical, I'm thinking of damage to the brain, right? Right. Like your diet influences the way that your brain works. Right. Right. Your and I, yeah, I was thinking like a gym, like a workout. Exactly. Your the amount of exercise you get, sleep, all of those things affect the way that your brain works. So let's tack on physical. Mm-hmm. So let's say mental health is made up from focusing and caring about your beliefs, your thoughts, your feelings, your behaviors, and your physical. Let's just say our brain. That's what it is. <laughs> so caring about your brain. Period. Caring about your brain. All right. All right. Caring about your brain. Mental health is caring about your brain. Sure. Period. Sure. All caring right. about your brain. All right. So what causes okay. that there? What causes mental I mean, obviously problems? there's a ton, but like what? Okay. So I guess if we're looking, we can break down those, those areas. So like your beliefs, how do your beliefs affect your mental health? How do they cause you to have a bad mental health or a good mental health? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, as a Christian, right, which you and I both are, we believe that every single person created has value, 
Right. Right. And they have value because they are made in the image of God. Right. Right. So what we believe about other people, what we believe about ourselves, what we believe about our circumstances, right? And whether or not we see ourselves as valuable, whether or not we see other people as valuable, and whether or not we see the circumstances around us as valuable, influence the way that we so really, if behave. We, if we don't see our beliefs, our thoughts, our feelings, or our behaviors as valuable, that affects our health. Yes. Seeing them, in a negative, seeing them in a non-valuable way. Which is why I think our society today struggles so much with this topic. And do you think people that slip into depression or have depression, do you think mm-hmm. it's hard for them to get out of that because they don't see the value in their beliefs, their thoughts, their feelings? Yeah. And it's hard for them to get out of it because they're so stuck in not seeing the value. Yes. Generally, yes. However, there are physical components right. that can affect that perception. Right. Right? So, as a Christian, we have hope. Right. We have hope for the day. God's mercies are new every morning. Right? We know where we're going. Right? We know that all of this works together for good. Right. Right? Now, for someone who's really influenced by the society that we live in, right? Is really influenced by the culture that we live in, right? Their highest value is pleasure. Right. But that's that's all they know. They don't know that there's more that there's a more satisfying mm-hmm. component to life, which is for us would be mm-hmm. becoming a Christian, you know, mm-hmm. following yeah. Jesus, following God, believing in that. Mm-hmm. When they don't have that, I feel like yeah, they just chase satisfaction. Pleasure. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and this is this really touches on the spiritual side of things, right? So um I I would be weary in trying to help someone fix their behavior without having them first try and fix their belief. And I totally agree. And I think it's hard to speak to such a wide audience with a, with such a, since we have such a very direct um, belief that affects our mental health personally. Mm -hmm. Cause like for me, I really, I've obviously I've had my ups and downs, Mm -hmm. but like I very much have maintained a positive outlook on, Mm -hmm. I know I know who's in control, God, mm-hmm. and I know, like, my mind is at peace, you know? Mm-hmm. The Bible talks about peace that passes all understanding, and mm-hmm. I just, I have that peace, you know? Mm-hmm. And things don't, I don't allow things to affect me as negatively as I feel like people without mm-hmm. that Christian worldview, it affects them, mm-hmm. you know? Well, it also affects people with that Christian worldview to a differing degree as well, right? How? So, we have thoughts that come from our heart, right? And physiologically, these affect us in the way that we think and the way that we Define behave. physiologically. Um, mentally? Yeah, let's okay. just say mentally, right? Um, but physically, these affect us as well, right? What's affecting us? Sorry, I'm lost. Our beliefs, our okay. thoughts, okay. right? So you have a thought and a synapse shoots off in your brain mm-hmm. and neurons connect with one another and pathways are formed. Okay, and um, these pathways become habits that become behaviors, right? Mm-hmm. So it seems from what we know so far, at least from what I know so far, right? I'm not an expert on this by any means, but I've had my own experience with depression, yeah. with anxiety yeah. and things like that. That's like, like part of the reason have... we became friends is when yeah. you were dealing with that stuff. Yeah, exactly. So it's like... Um, from my own experience and from what I know 
It's like there is a direct effect of our physical from our spiritual from what we believe yes but more so it's this is kind of up in the air um so like we have a thought and a physical component affects it like our brain health affects that right or is it a physical that affects our brain or our brain would be the physical side of things okay you see so, what I'm saying? I got you. Well, let's let's bring this to the ground more. Let's talk about like schizophrenia, for instance. Yeah. So can a Christian person be a schizophrenic? I'm guessing yes. Yeah, they can, Duh. right? But they have these really disturbing and like <laughs> odd thoughts that are not based in reality at all. Right. Right? And a lot of them are like contrary to God's word. So why is that? Right. I don't, I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> I don't either, right? But it's like, are we going to so say... So obviously there's a connection between our brains thinking thoughts yes. based on what we believe. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. But our beliefs don't necessarily drive all of our thoughts. Exactly. In no, the schizophrenics instance, right? Like they believe this is true about God. Right. And they're Christians, right? But they still have these really yeah, yeah. crazy thoughts, right? So... There's a physical, it's not just their belief. It's not just their beliefs. There's a physical component as well. Right. Their brain is influencing the way that they interact with these thoughts or that these thoughts arise. So we have beliefs. Beliefs obviously affect your thoughts. But so what else is there? So there's society. There's the outer world that affects how you think mm -hmm. directly. Yeah. Um, so we have beliefs, society. Mm -hmm. What else is there that affects your mental, what you think about? Your brain. Just you in general. Your brain is doing the thinking. So, like, what else can affect it? Obviously, your beliefs. Yes. Obviously, the society. What you see, what you hear, what you're around all day. What about, like, nutrition? What F you so eat? So, your actual physical character, like, how you feel, mm -hmm. uh, what you eat, what you do will affect how you feel mm -hmm. mentally. Yeah. If you're sleep deprived, are you going to right. think as you So, should? the physical action, and I can speak for this, I feel great after working out. Yeah. And it's a... It's like a mental, it's a mental like relief, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I don't know what that's called or what that is, but you know, you mm -hmm. feel good after you work out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's the physical, I guess your body, your physical body affects how you think, mm -hmm. how you feel. Mm -hmm. um, those are big three, I think. Yeah. Well, and to touch on the physical side of things, you know, these neurochemicals that are, you know, rolling around in our brain. Let's, t let's talk about dopamine, for instance, right? Mm. This is basically the parent component to like adrenaline. Right. So if you're not producing a lot of dopamine, you're going to have lower amounts of energy. Right. So you chase are, a you chase a dopamine rush, right? Naturally? Well, dopamine is what motivates us to move, right? right? It's, it's our fuel, okay. let's say, okay? And... You receive dopamine in different ways, like you talked about with exercising, right? right. Sunlight right. also affects. Which our I think is huge levels. today. It's like people don't get as much sunlight, I think, as mm -hmm. normal. Mm -hmm. But that's a different topic. But I think that's something well, that's notable. And this is where depression becomes a rut, right? Because it's like if you don't have the dopamine levels that you should, for whatever reason that may be, that may be driven by your beliefs, mm -hmm. that may be driven by. Um, 
a physical side of things. Maybe something is wrong with your brain. Maybe something is wrong with your diet. Maybe it's something wrong, right? But it's like when you don't have that energy to do the next thing, then you start to drop some of the components of your daily routine that are important to you maintaining high levels. Which is of forcing dopamine. you into more depression. Exactly. So it's yeah. like you get depressed, you don't work out as much. You get depressed, right. you don't eat as much. You so get how depressed. do you combat that? Yeah. Well. Because I feel like a lot of people, and I'm not saying this in a mean derogatory mm-hmm. way, but I feel like a lot of people, they have mental problems. I think a lot of us have mental health problems. Yeah, yeah. We all deal with it. Uh-huh. And on the days or the weeks or even the months, you know, you're just, oh, you're down, you're down. Mm-hmm. You don't feel, your dopamine's low. Mm-hmm. Like, we just are like, yeah, I'm depressed. And we just like accept it, you know, and we don't know how to, mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't want to feel this way. So how do I get out of this rut? You yeah. Know? Well, practically think about it, right? Do the small things around you. Right. Right. And, um, you know, I'll give credit where credit is due. This is something that like Jordan Peterson talks a lot about. Yeah. Right. And he's kind of, you know, well, he's memed for, you know, saying clean your room. But at the heart of right. why he says that is it because... It doesn't mean... It's not like the... You're not going to be not depressed from cleaning your room, but it's the small task that's just, going yeah. to build up your dopamine. Exactly. One little bit at a time. Exactly. And yeah. I think that's another thing. Like, people just think they're they're not... Like, they'll just not be depressed the next day, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're really, really down, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a process. Mm-hmm. You really have to build yourself back up mm-hmm. day by day. Yeah. And it's important to be realistic about what's going on. Right. Right? I mean... Don't hold yourself to a standard or a level that you're not going to be able to meet because you're depressed, right? Like if you're expecting yourself to have a normal day, it's not going to happen and you're just going to get yourself more depressed, right? Right, yeah. What I mean by that, what I mean by that is like if you're in a rut, if you're in a hole, realize that you're not going to get as much done that day as you would when you're normal, Mm -hmm. right? And do the small things around you, right? Take the extra steps that you know will help you to get out of that mindset and then build on it the next day. Right. Step out of your comfort zone a bit and a bit more, a bit more, a bit more, a bit more. And, you know, there are practical things you can do. Get sunlight, right? Exercise. So if it's like you're stuck in bed, run to the gym. Like if all the energy you have is for you to get in the car and get to the gym and walk for 10 minutes on the treadmill, that's better than you not doing that. Right. Just the action of doing it and feeling that sense of accomplishment is going to give you a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. Because dopamine is released when we do meet tasks. And when we complete it. Exactly. Which doesn't have to be a big task. Yeah, exactly. And also like if we're going to think about our thinking and in terms of our, you know, beliefs, you know, you have to believe that you're valuable, right? And that you can accomplish a task, right? And you also have to be intentional about setting goals, right? Because, you know, we feel this this dopamine rush when we accomplish a goal. But if you never had a goal in the first place, you're never going to have that dopamine rush, right? Right. So if you're just mindlessly doing things, you're, then you're not, not going to... you're not getting any f- dopamine. Yeah, you're not feeling that sense of accomplishment that you need. That's interesting. Yeah. So for me, in my own personal life... As I go about my day, you know, as I try to think on things that are good and try and meditate on scripture, I also like think about, you know, what am I doing here? Why am I doing it? Right. And then when I do meet that goal that I set in my mind, let that pass and set a new goal. Right. But enjoy it. Let mm-hmm. that raise your dopamine yeah, yeah, yeah. level. And then like, okay, what's my next goal? That's not too big, but mm-hmm. that I can do. Exactly. Yeah. 
I think I think a side note here for the Christian audience, mm-hmm. which is I think is the majority of my audience, but for the Christian audience, I think I feel like a lot of us are just like we throw our mental health with spiritual and mm-hmm. we're like, oh, well, I'm not feeling great. I need to just, I need to pray and ask God for help and read my Bible mm-hmm. and I'll feel great, you know, mm-hmm. but we forget about the actual physical side of it mm-hmm. where it's like, yeah, this God can help you. And obviously it's, it's great to talk even just, I like sometimes just talking to God will, mm-hmm. you know, it's like therapy for your brain, but you can't forget about the physical side. Like here on earth, you have, it, fe- it feels good to do something mm-hmm. and you need to, you can't just neglect that and mm-hmm. hope for God to just, you know, raise your dopamine in a sense. Yeah. And you I mean, mean, you doing tasks, right. Is still you worshiping God. If you're doing it to the glory of God. Right. Is that less, is that any less spiritual than you praying? Right. Or are you reading your Bible? Well, I feel like we as Christians separate it so much mm-hmm. when it's really the spiritual and the physical are right hand in hand. Yeah. Well, and they go together, you know? I mean, think about this logically. If praying and reading your Bible and all of those things were, you know, so much more spiritual than doing tasks, right? right? Then why aren't the most sanctified people in the world, or we could even look to Jesus, why isn't he just praying all day? Right. Right? He doesn't live an ascetic life. He does things. Because he lives in the world. You live in the world. You have to deal with the physical side. Exactly. Of it. And why did God create us to work? Right. Right? And to work to his glory and to worship him. So obviously, I'm not trying to diminish the spiritual discipline. Totally. No, no, I'm not either. I'm just saying. Those are all very I important. I feel like we forget that yeah. there's a physical side. Yeah. You have to be realistic about Where what the going. Bible says. Right. You know? And I think a lot of times we kind of just look to what our version of Christianity says in our Christian sphere instead of looking at what the Bible says in context. Right. And that's important. Yeah, I agree. I think a lot of times we just take something the Bible says and mm-hmm. we don't look at what's around it and mm-hmm. then we just like apply it and then we're like, oh, why isn't this working, you know? And it's like, well, you're not looking at the whole picture. You're not looking at it, yeah. what it's talking about in general. You know? And I've said this so many times. It's like, if you're struggling with your mental health, right? And there can be a spiritual problem there, right? Totally, totally. But if you're not looking, you know, to fix those other areas of your life that are important, right? With the spiritual. With the spiritual as well. Like, don't just focus on the spiritual. Focus on the other things as well, right? Then, you know, your focus is on the wrong thing. Like, you have to focus on everything as a whole, right? And um, God will use those things as well, you know? Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, I had something to say. I told you. I don't know what I was gonna say. It was good though. Mm. I think I think a big part of, at least for Christians, there. I okay. Well, let me back up. I feel like a lot of people. We all have mental health problems. We just don't like to talk about it. Or we don't mm-hmm. like to even like tell ourselves or admit mm-hmm. to ourselves that we have it. We're just kind of like, ah, oh, no, nah, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I just kind of just put the, the emotions away and just kind of mm-hmm. go about your day. Mm-hmm. And we just wait for the next fun thing to give us a little rush. And mm-hmm. there's no like, there's none of that task accomplishing. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just in like a cycle. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people deal with mental health, and it's not like full-blown depression mm-hmm. a lot of people some people have that mm-hmm. i'm just saying i feel like a lot everybody deals with ups and downs everybody deals with ah oh, that i don't that doesn't make me feel good oh that mm-hmm. makes me feel bad makes yeah. me feel nasty everybody deals with that so mm-hmm. it's like i don't know what what can you do to maintain it is there a way to maintain it 
Mm-hmm. Or, is it, or is it bound to be up and down? Is that part of learning? You know? Yeah, well, I think at the end of the day, it comes down to balance. Right. It comes down to knowing your mental... And everybody's different. So yeah. you have to know what affects you more than other things. You yeah, know? knowing the state of your mental health and then balance, right? And there's plenty of ways to improve your mental health, right? So that maybe you can focus on it... Um, a little, a little less in a direct sense, and you can spend more time on other things. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Right. Um, but you have to put in the time, the energy, the effort to look into that, do your own research, and find what works for you. I feel like a lot of people are lazy. <laughs> they don't want to do Well, that. they don't want to, so you can't complain about... So you can't say you have mental health problems unless you're willing to put in the work, you know? And I think, you know, this is important to say because... Within Christian circles, specifically our Christian circles, there's a heavy stigma just on the two words mental health right. because it's so heavily emphasized by our society and by our culture, right? But we don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater, mm-hmm. right? There is something here that we need to value as <laughs> right, Christians. Yeah, totally. And, um, you know, what's important is talking about it. Mm-hmm. And talking about it in a way that um, isn't just diminishing other views, right? But elevating the truth, mm-hmm. right? And um, I mean, we could talk all day about bad ways to deal with your mental health, but how, what is that going to do? Right? What is, is that going to do for anyone? Right. You know. Um, so really, the question. So like, step one is to realize. Okay, we all deal with this. Mm-hmm. Step two, as a Christian, realize we what? tend to over spiritualize. Like, right? It, yeah, it's that's true. what I'm getting at. That's we, what I was trying to get at. We tend to over spiritualize. Just be real. Understand that, like, you have a bias to a degree, mm-hmm. right? And God is incorporated in every single part of our life. So tend to those other parts of your life and realize that God is there too. Mm-hmm. You know, see that He's working in your physical life, right? See that he, um, you know, cares about what you eat, right? Because your body is a temple of the Holy yep. Spirit and you're of value, like we were talking and about if you're in the not, beginning. if you're not, okay, so I'm not slamming nutrition or not eating healthy. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm eating goldfish. But looking at what you eat affects the rest of what you do, you know, in a sense. Mm-hmm. If you're eating junk food all the time, you're not going to feel good and then you're not going to be at high energy and, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not just... Like you said, it's not just focusing on the spirit; it's focusing on the spiritual, mm-hmm. focusing on the small physical things, and in a, and if you focus on those things, God can use you even more. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, exactly. And I kind of went on a different train of thought. What I was trying to get back, get get onto. I'm going to step back a second here. With society's view of mental health, is they are worshiping it, right? In the sense that. You should recognize that you have a mental health problem so that you can play the victim, right? Yeah, I I understand exactly what you're saying. And you want to be really careful about that because you don't want to be like, okay, well, I struggle with my mental health. Now I can just use it as an excuse. The truth is like evaluate, you know, your thought life, your mental life, right? right? Evaluate your physical life. See if... There is something there that needs to be tended to. And like you said, there is going to be something that needs to be tended to because we all struggle with right. this, There's right? And something. act on it, right? Like, see yourself as valuable and act on it. But don't 
look at it, use it as an excuse, see yourself as invaluable, and then just keep kind of meddling in the bad habits that you have in place and I feel things like, like that. I feel like a lot of people, and I'm not slamming against society, but I feel like a lot of people just use mental health as a cop-out. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, oh, it's like I have a mental health problem. Yeah, we all do. Uh-huh. But like everybody, like a lot, and I've done this before. I've been lazy with my mental yeah. health. I'm like, ah, I don't feel like dealing with that today. I don't feel like dealing with, you know, mm-hmm. setting up tasks or mental tasks, mm-hmm. goals throughout the day, mm-hmm. you know, and then you just go through your day just like down. Mm-hmm. But when you're think when you actually think about it mm-hmm. during that day that you're down, you're like, well, I'm, I'm just depressed today. And that's where you leave it. You mm-hmm. know, it's just like a cop out mm-hmm. where instead it's like, okay, we all have this problem. How can I fix this? Yeah. And that's where I, that's where I wanted to talk about yeah. like you know, where, where do we go to fix it? What do we do yeah. first? You know? Yeah. And more importantly, like that, that hurts people who do struggle with it. Right. Right. Like the you, people that actually have like severe problems and yeah. really try. Yeah. And then they see you just be like, Oh, you know, I have a mental health. Yeah. I'm, it's I'm, like, I'm not oh, feeling I'm, great. Oh, I'm depressed. It's like, no, you're experiencing an emotion, right? right? Like your mental health is much more than just an emotion. Right. Right. Like your thoughts come into play. Right. Like we're trying to have a holistic perspective on this because there's so much there's to so mu- yeah, yeah, there's so much to it. It's not just your emotion. And here's one thing I would bring up is like when we talk about mental health, everybody thinks about mm-hmm. what? Emotion? Nope. I don't know what you want me to say. Depression. Oh, it's depression. Num- it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that's just the number one thing mm-hmm. I feel like. Pe- okay, obviously emotion. But like yeah, mental yeah. health is usually people are like, oh, depression. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Know? And even just like us, we've been talking about depression this whole time. Mm-hmm. Mental health is so much more. You mm-hmm. know, it's like there's a good side to mental health. You can have great mental health mm-hmm. and it affects you in a great way. I've had great days, you know, where mm-hmm. everything just goes well. And mentally I can like, I'm like, you know, I'm spiritually mm-hmm. on a high almost mm-hmm. in a sense. And I can see. Um, where God's leading, where mm-hmm. God's working. And then mm-hmm. on a physical level, you know, I get a workout in, I feel good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I finished all my homework for today. Mm-hmm. I ate great. I feel great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to hang out with my family. It just goes on and on. You know, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. there's a positive side to mental health. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about depression. What is depression? What is schizophrenia? They're, you know, mental disorders, mm-hmm. right? So I think it is important to focus on mental order, right? right. And what that looks like. Right. Because people struggling with mental disorder, they're told that they have a mental disorder, right? But I feel like oftentimes people don't realize like, okay, well, this is the order that they're saying this is um, disordered to, mm-hmm. if that mm-hmm. makes sense. That wasn't put in the best way. But like, you know, what, what, do you, what do you see as an ordered mind? What do I see as an ordered mind? What do you see as mental order? Mental order, I feel like, is you put your head on your pillow at the end of the day yeah, and you have a sense of accomplishment. For me personally, mm-hmm. I am a productive person. Mm-hmm. I don't like to sit around all day. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to get things done. Mm-hmm. I like to be ahead of schedule. Mm-hmm. And I like at the end of the day to feel like I progressed physically. Mm-hmm. I progressed mentally. Mm-hmm. And not that I'm at the end of the goal, but I at least took a step forward physically and mentally, I would say. Yeah. And spiritually. Yeah. Include spiritually with mental similar in there. So... In order for your mind to be ordered, you have to be pursuing something, right? And feel as if you are making progress in that department. So do you think people with no goals in life have an easier time falling into depression? Yeah. Because they don't have anything they're running towards. 100%. And if they, let's just say someone who, you know, believes that there is no meaning to life at all, mm-hmm. right? All of their decisions are worthless in their mind, right? right? So 
there is no reason for them to do any good in the world or to spend time with their family. So obviously you're going to be depressed. So your f- philosophy definitely influences this, mm-hmm. you know. So really, I don't know what I'm trying to say. So really, as a Christian, you should never, never not have a reason, like, you should never not have a reason to keep moving forward because you know that you have a purpose. Mm-hmm. You know you were created for a reason. So yeah. de- So if you have nothing to pursue, you at least have that. Yeah. But there, obviously, I feel like there should be more goals in life, obviously. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that kind of breaks down into specific goals, yeah. right? Like, what is God calling you to do? Right. You know, like, you're to pursue those things and make a little bit of progress in all of those areas. It talks about balance, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so, like, for instance, if God is calling me to be a musician, I make a little, you know, development there. But there's also, like, a subset of things that we need to attend to each day in order to have an ordered mind, right? Right. Every day. Every day. Yeah. Sleep, right? Our spiritual life, right? Um, exercise, eating well. Mm-hmm. We've said these things a hundred times <laughs> over and right. over. Right. So it seems like it comes around to taking care of yourself physically and then obviously for the Christian, taking care of yourself spiritually. Yeah. And yeah. That, that will positively direct or affect your mental health. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? The... So for people, I think this is a pro- another thing. People become unhappy, maybe not depressed, but unhappy because of the way that we grow up in our society where I have to go get a job in order to survive. Mm-hmm. And it's not a job I like. Mm-hmm. Or I have to go to college and get this degree in order to get this job yeah. in order to get this money. I, th- I feel like the drive for money really affects your state of happiness because you... You can't necessarily do what you want to do and make money. Mm-hmm. You can't do what you enjoy doing and make money necessarily, you know? And people, instead of, okay, how can I do what I want to do, make money with it? Instead of that, they're like, oh, well, I can't really figure it out. Let me just do the cookie cut, mm-hmm. go to college, get a job, mm-hmm. get my mortgage, you know, and mm-hmm. live a normal life. Mm-hmm. And then they're not happy with that life because they didn't really accomplish their personal goal. So it's almost like you have to set your own goal. Yeah. You have to like force yourself to do it. This all hinges upon what you see as valuable. Exactly. So really, that's the key. Exactly. Okay. So most people, like let's just say Joe Schmo, you know, Joe Schmo goes to college to get a good job to make a lot of money, right? He makes a lot of money. And the ultimate reason for him pursuing these goals that he has is because he wants to feel good. I mean... That's what I see in a lot of people here today. Yeah. And I think over time, people start to realize that, you know, your own pleasures are fleeting. Money itself is fleeting. Mm-hmm. The next thing doesn't satisfy you, right? So then you look to how you can help other people, mm-hmm. right? Which is ultimately what we're called to do as Christians. Right. But I think just as a human being, right? Recognize other people as valuable, Right. right as image bearers of God, mm-hmm. you know? And if you if you go to college to learn a skill so that you can have a positive impact on these other people who mm-hmm. are valuable, right. then that will motivate you right. throughout your day. Right. So I think a lot of this draws back to, for the Christian, it's obviously what you believe in affects you directly, how you see 
you, how your actions like affect other people, mm-hmm. you know, and what you're pursuing. Mm-hmm. You're always looking for how God is using it and the people he's bringing in and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like for me, um, I never, I never got to play soccer at our college. I kept trying and kept trying and kept trying. Mm-hmm. I could never do it. Mm-hmm. And then I found this training facility. Mm-hmm. I honestly love the training facility. I love the people. But yeah. I would have never found that facility if I had started playing there. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, when you find when you see that and you realize it mm-hmm. as a Christian, you're like, oh, I totally get it. And yeah, that's yes. a big exactly. mental health lift. Yeah, it's like, exactly. wow, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. And it's just like those looking for those connections of how God is working mm-hmm. really boosts your mental health. Exactly. In a way, I think. Yeah. No, 100%. I mean, God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher than right. our ways. And like, that's the beauty of the Christian life. That's why. That's the best part, I feel like. Yeah. I think that's the best well, part. I mean, that's Obviously, why That's why we walk around. Things. Yeah. I mean, that's why we walk around with so much joy. Right. You know? And that's why it says there's the peace that passes understanding. It doesn't make sense. I can't explain it. Yeah. I really can't. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I'm okay with not with not playing. I don't play for a soccer club right now. Yeah. I know this is more of a superficial topic mm-hmm. but you know this is what i enjoy doing mm-hmm. i don't play for a soccer club right now mm-hmm. it would be great too mm-hmm. but i don't and i'm okay with it because i can see where god is mm-hmm. the people i'm affecting the people i'm meeting mm-hmm. and i realize oh that's more important than me you know mm-hmm. soccer doesn't matter in the grand scheme mm-hmm. of things but the people you meet that's huge mm-hmm. you know yeah and that really gives me a huge yeah lift yeah exactly and you know if we're going to look at like unbelievers who are successful right and mm-hmm. say that they're happy right? Um, their lives are focused on things outside of themselves, right? right? So it's like, if we're going to boil this down to like the two most practical steps, it's like, you know, do the next right thing, right? And think about someone outside of yourself and do something for that person. Do something something, that affects people. Yeah. Somebody, just one person. For good. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It might sound dumb, but like it feels good just to help somebody. Give them five bucks. I know it sounds cliche yeah. or something, but like just something small, you yeah. know, you'll feel that. Mm-hmm. Oh, like oh, I felt good. It's good for them, and it's good for you. Right. Right. Especially if they're having a bad day, you never know what's going on in other people's lives. Yeah. Well, and it's also necessary. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, you're gonna keep struggling with this, mm-hmm. right? And um, our goal should be to just get better and better and better and better at that. Right. You know, right. So not, okay. So in conclusion, yeah, let's focus. Okay. So first of all, it's, you need to recognize everybody has a mental health issue, not Mm -hmm. issue, but everybody has mental health period Mm -hmm. and mental health. We defined it as, what was our definition? Pull up the definition, man. To care for your beliefs, your thoughts, your feelings, your behaviors, and your brain. Right. Just to, to care about it. Yeah. And ultimately to value yourself. Right. That was our word. So the Uh key word is to value things that affect your mental health. And these things being your beliefs, your feelings, your thoughts, and your behaviors, and your physical behaviors. Yeah. Tag on there as well. Um, Okay. So you need to value, you Mm -hmm. need to place value on things. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't place value on things, you're not going to feel that sense of accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's step one. Mm -hmm. Step two Mm -hmm. is to gauge where you are with your mental health Mm -hmm. are you okay Mm -hmm. are you severely not okay you know yeah how do you get out of that or how do you maintain that so you can maintain a good state of mental health by 
not letting yourself fall into a routine where the goals are no longer. Yeah. Ask why. Yeah. So like every day, if you're doing a very similar thing every day, Mm -hmm. remind yourself every day, give yourself a different reason every day of why this is a good thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Because if you fall into that routine, I feel like you start to lose your value. Mm-hmm. Or you, you lose the value you place on it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that just goes for like, say you work at nine to five, mm-hmm. you know, you forget like, oh, I'm providing for a family or, oh, I'm providing for my school. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm whatever, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, you forget why. Mm-hmm. And it just becomes routine and that kind of, now you start losing that sense of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. You, know, yeah, you, you well, have to start looking for other things. Yeah. I mean, that's why it's important to preach the gospel to ourselves, mm-hmm. right? Realize that God loves us. We're valuable. Right. And because we're valuable, he's called us to love other people. Yeah. They're valuable as well. Yeah. You have to, you have to. And others and and others, you know, it's not just you. And you have to apply that to your situation and what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Right. And how you carry out your days and how you set up your routines. And so that's how you maintain it is to remind yourself of the value in your life. Yeah. So now on the flip side, if you're having a bad mental health state right now, Mm -hmm. the way to begin to get out of that is to look for, to start to organize goals and, and accomplish them throughout the day. And they don't have to be big goals, Mm -hmm. but smaller goals throughout Mm -hmm. your day. That's, that's a start, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what we said. Yeah. I would say that is the start. I don't really know if there's any other way about it. Right. And obviously as a Christian, like call upon God's grace. Mm -hmm. Right. It starts there as a Christian. It starts starts with God as a Christian. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And um, it's important to it's important to recognize that um, we're going to have good and bad days, right? Um, but just remind yourself of the things that you value, right? And if, you know, you are doing the things that you value and you see them as valuable and you see yourself as valuable and you see other people as valuable and you're still struggling with your mental health, Mm -hmm. right? I think that's when you take a step back and say, there's a good possibility that this is a physical thing. Right. Right? And that's when I think it's important to talk to a psychologist, a psychiatrist, right? A trauma therapist. Do you think a a lot of people jump to that step too early? Yeah. Okay. They do, and they get on medication that zombifies them. Ends up hurting them more. That should be the last step. Right. So first, so you really should be able to, first of all, try to help yourself mentally yeah, and like work it out with yourself. Uh-huh. And then if you check all those boxes and then, and you're still feeling down, that's mm-hmm. when you go get help. Yeah. Because there's more than likely something going on with your brain. Right. Just by matter of And you need somebody deduction. that's professional to help exactly. you Exactly. Yeah. There's people trained in these things and right. spend a lot of money and time. And yeah, I think the last thing would really just be like talking about it more often right i think it's an issue that we don't talk about as much i think it's very prevalent and it's very preached you know people like, don't talk about it the right way right they don't and they don't talk about it personally you know uh-huh they're like oh yeah like depression's rampant but like or whatever mental health is a problem but like mm-hmm. oh they don't realize that everybody deals with that you know and yeah like, you have to look at it for yourself mm-hmm. and you have to mm-hmm. and i think it's something that you should look at every single day mm-hmm. how do i feel mentally at the end of a day at the beginning of a day you know mm-hmm. how can i feel better tomorrow mm-hmm yeah yeah i don't think people give enough personal thought to it Mm -hmm. society definitely talks about it it's Mm -hmm. huge but i think it's a it's not i'm not saying everybody uses it as a cop-out but it's more just like a uh, depression category you know they just kind of throw it in Mm -hmm. instead of like deal with it yeah yeah 
And there are people that are seriously depressed and have mental disorders. That mm-hmm. I'm not attacking them at all. Yeah. I'm just saying a lot of people deal with a bad day mm-hmm. and they don't try to realize why. They don't focus on how to make it better. Mm-hmm. They just kind of like let it happen, you know? Yeah. We need to tend to our internal lives. Right. Right? That, that influences the way that you Value live. the things that affect your brain. That's our definition. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Value the things that affect your brain. Period. Period. All right, that was good. Yeah? All right, we'll wrap it up there. Just because, well, I mean, we have a little bit of time. This wasn't the most, obviously, it wasn't like a super funny podcast, but I think it's good, and I hope as listeners, you guys, like, actually enjoy, or you can take away something, you know? Just, you know, give yourself a couple minutes to look at how you feel mentally. It's something that you should pay attention to. Mm -hmm. Um and obviously, I promise not every topic is going to be, like, super serious like this. There's going to be di- – there's all these different things. I just thought it was a good topic to start out with episode one because, you know, it mental health affects what we do. And in return, what we do affects our mental health. So it's just attacking one side of that coin, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just – I think it's a good thing to start off with. Yeah. You know? I agree 100%, man. And like I said, this is cool. This is cool. I mean – this is what needs to be done more often, right? And not just so much for like reaching an audience, mm-hmm. that's super important, but it's like cultivating good, enriching conversation. I think, I okay, so I said, I don't know if I said this earlier, but like I like just talking to people about things. Yeah. Especially you, obviously yeah. we've had some great conversations, but like I just like talking to people about all these different things yeah. and, and just talking through things really helps you learn mm-hmm. and it helps you slow down and think. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, you can, and so this is something you can take away you can think about your mental health and you can deal with it yourself, but like mm-hmm. go talk to somebody and it doesn't have to be a psychologist. It doesn't have to be a therapist. Just go yeah. talk to somebody that you trust mm-hmm. and be like, what do you think about this? Or how do, how do you think the things in my life are affecting me? You know, get somebody's opinion on it mm-hmm. because it helps to just talk through it and think through it. Like, Oh yeah, I actually don't, I don't give myself goals during the day or I, mm-hmm. I do allow myself to, you know, allow that to just beat down on me negatively and it doesn't need to be that way. Mm-hmm. You know, talking talking through it really helps. Mm-hmm. And so part of the reason I like the podcast is just talking. Talking yeah. is cool. You talk about cool stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right. So thank you for listening to episode one. I promise episode two will be out sometime within a week from this one. But yeah, thank you guys for listening and I will let you know when the next episode gets posted. Just follow me on Instagram. If you don't, it is rye underscore Gunther. Um, and yeah, I'll post it on Spotify or Apple Music for you guys and YouTube if I get the video up. So thank you for listening. I hope this is beneficial to you guys and we will see you next time.